Hello, everyone, and welcome to Diaries of an Overthinker. Um, this is, I believe, episode seven or eight or something. Um, this is going to be a slightly different show. I mean, it's not going to be a slightly different show because it's still just going to be me talking. Also, I'm in a different space today. Like, I'm literally, I'm, I'm in a different room in the house. So if the audio sounds weird, um, that's why. Also, I'm drinking coffee because it's kind of early in the morning and I have a lot to do today. And this was a way to procrastinate. Um, um, either that was really pleasant ASMR or that sounded fucking awful, and I apologize for that. You're going to have to deal with it for most of the episode. I'll try and, like, move the mic when I drink, but yeah. Um, I don't have no, I, I legitimately have no idea what we're going to talk about today, but I did want to do an episode just because, like, the show is, like, very creatively fulfilling, weirdly, um, even though I even i i've even still kind of been inconsistent with recording although i've been consistent with the uploads that's what getting ahead does um although i'm not ahead anymore but anyway let's get into the episode um and yeah uh let's get into it Okay, so what's worth talking about? Um, school is almost over, which means I need to figure out what I'm going to do this summer. Um, I think what I what I kind of want to try and do this summer is just create content, whether it's making movies, whether it's doing podcast. I I'm sort of considering starting like a completely different podcast because I want to talk about movies and shit. I want to talk like, I don't know. I want to make movies, but I also want to talk about movies. So I'm sort of considering either doing a podcast or starting YouTube again and doing like videos. The only thing about that is you have to, I feel like I have to see everything. I feel like, and I already see a bunch. Like I, in terms of reviews, I would have had one this week. I would have had one last week because I watched in theaters. I watched The Northman Sunday, and I wa- or I would not have had one this week because there's nothing new out this week. Or there's some Liam Neeson film, but it's Taken number forty nine. I'm sure some people enjoy it, but that doesn't really sound that interesting to me. But like, I would have. I don't know why I'm worried, but I. I mean, because I mean, I would have had a video for this week. or not a video for this week, a video for last week, a video for the week before, a video, like, so, even if I just started with, like, hey, as long as I do one review a week, um, that's a start, that's good, and it would give me something to edit, it would be, give me something to, like, it would give me something to work on, an actual, like, piece of craftsmanship to, to work on, and then, while I do that, I can work, I can, you know, build an audience and make friends in this space because that's the other thing is i'm kind of learning that as a creative i have to have collaboration um i suck at literally everything if i don't have if i don't have teamwork teamwork makes the dream work holy shit like i know that's a really cliche like that's a that's a that's a phrase that a lot of people don't like because it's cliche as hell and stupid But it kind of makes perfect sense for me. Um, Because, like, my dream is film and television and all all of those things. 
And the number one thing you need for those things, although other people will tell you differently, the number one thing that I need for those things is teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. Um, But that's just true in everything. Like, coffee. Um, ASMR. Uh, Teamwork makes... I feel like... Um, being a part, I just, I was asked on a film set, if you could be an animal, what kind of animal would you be? And I said an ant. I was like 14. Um, I said I would be an ant because there's a part of something. I was really in at, in at the time to like, there's a YouTube channel, YouTube, did I just say YouTube channel? Cause I was thinking of the name of the channel, which is Ants Canada, Chanada. Chanada, that one, that one, uh, that one scene from How I Met Your Mother when Lin Mel, when Lin Manuel Miranda rhymes Canada with Janada, right? He rhymes Canada with Janada, I think. Yeah, janitor, Canada. Yeah. Um. But uh, what what the hell was I saying? This is why. This is why. Because I feel like yeah. Now I have no idea what I'm saying. But um. Something about teamwork. Something about making the dream work. Um, I was really into this YouTube channel called Ants Canada, at where like he has like these ant colonies, and it's just like their lives, and like he creates stories around these ant colonies, and I just kind of fell in love with it, like because when you really look at them, I know like I used to have a really big fear of ants because I used to like because I was always really clumsy. And I would be running around in the, when I was a kid, I would be running around in people's yards and trip on an ant pile and sit on it. But I wouldn't get up. I would sit on this ant pile and just like kill them for like 20 minutes, just letting them bite the fuck out of me. Um, I just, yeah, I very distinctly remember doing that. Um, but now, now I'm like, I'm, I was the ant bully. Yep. I need to go back and rewatch the ant. I need to, there is like, I don't know if y'all noticed this, but there is like three um, animated movies about ants. There's ants, like A-N-T-Z, ants. There's Bugs Life, and then there's the ant bully. There's probably more, but like, I don't know. I guess everyone understands how cool ants are, but um, yeah, uh, I, I just, I really like ants. They're really cool. Um, and they're really like, yeah, ants and termites because they build like cities. They're, they're genius. They build cities and hundreds of thousands of millions of individuals live within these cities and they're all working together. They're all a part of it. They're, they all have a job. Um, and that's what I, that's why I love teamwork. That's why, that's why I love like, that's why, like, um, Sonic... Did I talk about how Sonic 2 made me cry? I think I talked about how Sonic 2 made me cry last week. This is not the scene that made me cry. But the one of the scenes was when they're, like, when they're running, like, at Eggman, and it's Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, like, running... This is kind of a spoiler, but there's a team-up shot in the movie. When they're running and, like, they do the, they do, they do the Avengers pan, I was like, fuck yeah! I'm clapping. That's terrible for audio, but fuck yeah! I was like super excited. Um, uh, obviously, I didn't say fuck yeah because 
it was a kids movie and it, there was a bunch of kids there but i was like hell yeah i don't even remember i don't remember what i said if i said hell yeah i'm sorry to the parents that were behind me because like that's the other thing this is like this is this episode is kind of becoming about like community um going to the movies um in Las Vegas, I follow a bunch of movie channels, and in Las Vegas, Nevada, right now, there's this thing going on called CinemaCon, um, where it's it's like Comic Con but for theater owners. It's not for fans; it's for theater owners. And a bunch of these channels that I follow went, um, and they're talking about like the importance of the movie going experience and like in 2020 the movie go- the movie going experience almost died this episode is kind of becoming a backdoor pilot for when i want for me talking about movies on uh what might be another youtube channel i don't know i shouldn't have i shouldn't have spoke that i shouldn't have spoke that into reality cuz now i'm like now i'm going to like actually have to do it that's a lot that's going to be a lot of work doing between this show which doesn't take a lot, but it's going to... Season 2, I have been brainstorming the fuck out of Season 2. There's going to be some really cool shit in Season 2. I'm very excited. If I can get it. Um, there may not be, but if I can get it, there may, there's going to be some really cool shit in Season 2. Um, and then... So this show, the, the movie, YouTube channel, or podcast, I kind of... So I, I don't know if I want to, but I kind of want to. I kind of want to start streaming on Twitch. Um, just as like, just as like something to do. I don't know that anybody, I don't know that anybody would watch it. But like when I was really struggling in school not too long ago, I started going live on Instagram and one person would show up. And we, and I, I, I would just talk in the chat with that one person for like, you know, an hour and a half while I was trying to get my work done. Um, which I may do that today because I do have a bunch of shit to do before five o'clock. Um, but um, yeah, so I might I might start streaming on Twitch. I don't know how consistent that would be, and I and I don't know what I would talk about or what I would do. I know I thought about the idea of like playing Wordle, um, like just doing the Wordle on Twitch. Or, like, you know, playing... I would really like to do, like, a board game Twitch. Like, just... But I don't I don't have anybody else I could do it with. And board games is a lot harder. Like, like actually showing off board games is, is significantly hard. Because you have to have, like, multiple cameras. And you have to... Or at least, in my mind, you have to have, like, multiple cameras. And you have to be able to show the board from the top down angle and you have to be able to show all the players and sound would be a nightmare. That would probably be like really difficult, but I, I don't know. I don't hate the idea. I don't hate the idea of going on Twitch and playing board games where I could just play like Uno online or some shit. I don't know. That'd be a lot easier, but like I would also be doing that by myself, but Back to teamwork, the movie going experience. Um, going to the movies is, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Um, going to the movies, there's no expectation. You're all there to do one thing. You're all united in that one thing, and you're n- and no one is. Um, you're not expected to be any one thing because you're all 
in a weird way, you all cease to be people because you're all there to just take in the sounds and the screen and the vision and the 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 things. Um, like, okay, I saw The Northman Sunday, I think, and I live in a really tiny Texas town. And if you know anything about The Northman, it's directed by Robert Eggers, who directed a film called The Lighthouse, which is one of the weirdest fucking films ever made. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. It's not a racer head. It's not. But okay. Robert Pattinson has sex with a mermaid, like pretty graphic sex with a mermaid in the lighthouse. Um, um, so like sitting in the Northman with all of these people in this tiny conservative Texas town, I was like, okay, everybody in this room either knows exactly what they're getting or shit's about to get weird. Um, and for the most part, there wasn't like nobody walked out. I was half expecting, um, cause about like five or 10 minutes in, maybe 15 minutes in, there's a scene where, um, these three guys get basically naked and like bark at each other for five minutes. I know I'm not, uh, whatever. I was half expecting people to start walking out when that happened, but it didn't like they didn't. Um, the only time there was even like a groan from the audience, this is spoilers. This is a full spoiler, but Nicole Kidman gives this really long, incredible monologue to her son, and then she fucking kisses him. Like, she fucking, like, full-on, tongue in mouth, like, full-on, she fucking makes out with her son. Um, and, yeah, I was, that, there was, like, audible groans from the audience. It was like, oh gross um but yeah that movie that movie's amazing that movie, I, I i know i just you know talked about dudes who were half naked barking at each other and a mother having making out with her son um but that movie's amazing i don't care i'm not gonna justify i'm not gonna justify liking a movie i like i like the movie i yeah i feel like i feel like i always have to justify especially one like that when you're talking to like certain types of people you because they think like if a movie doesn't connect with them there's something morally wrong with that movie so you always have to justify liking movies and i'm not i'm not going to do that on this podcast i have to do that enough in my real life um but like in a movie theater you're all there you're all there for this one thing you're a you are a team um and it's the same way it's the same thing making movies there's 40 fucking people running around no one ever sits still i mean you do sit still actually with like the actors and the extras you sit around a lot not gonna lie but um there's always something happening it's such a well-oiled machine that like it's fucking insane um 40 40 people because like people don't like on tv people don't understand like I'm going to say, if I say on TV, you're doing maybe, let's see, maybe five pages a day, um, that, like, you don't have a frame, of, no, not many people have a frame of reference for how hard five pages a day can be. But a five pages a day is not easy. Um, I think the most I ever shot in a single day, I don't remember, because it's it's weird, because we had to reshoot a, on, I think I talked about this on another podcast, Um for the last short film that I did, we had to reshoot an entire character because we had to recast. 
we had to reshoot an entire character in like an hour and a half for the seven minute short. I mean, it was a seven minute short film, but yeah, we we reshot the entire character in like an hour and a half and it was kind of insane. And that movie, I I don't know. I go back and forth. I've rewatched that. I haven't rewatched it in like two or three months, maybe six months. Cause that movie, if I watch it, it's terrible. The sound is awful. Like there's a whistle, and like it's some of the worst sound I've ever. I've I've shot other movies before that that had better sound. Um, it, um, we were it was on a ninety five dollar camera that's just that was just absolute shit. Like the the lighting, the balancing was really terrible. Um, which it kind of worked because it because like we kind of tried to make it work. Because we tried to present the film as a mockumentary, but it didn't really work because, I mean, it was just, it was still just shit. I mean, if you present something as shit, it doesn't stop being shit. <laughs> um, but I, like, that was, I'm still really proud of what we did with that film. Because we shot it over a week. At, at one point, there was like seven people on set, and I was in charge. That's a weird thing to say. Like, and, and I, and like, if Steven Spielberg was listening to this podcast, he would like, shut the fuck up, kid. I mean, Steven Spielberg's probably a wonderful human being and wouldn't say shut the fuck up, kid. But Steven Spielberg has run sets with 4,000 people on them. Um, and he is in charge of those sets. Um, for me, running this set with seven people on it, and we were all working together and there wasn't a lot of like, a lot, like it's weird because it was with friends and when you're with, and when you're working with people, you know, as a director, it can all, cause like directors are kind of tyrants. We just kind of are. I mean, you're not supposed, you're kind of supposed to be actually like, you're supposed to be a control freak. You're supposed, it's, you're the one who knows what the movie is. So you have to put it together. Um, like, you have to be in charge. So, like, working with people you know, it's always a little bit worrying because it's like, don't tell me what to do. But but this group of people were very open to being told um, what to do. Like, they were very, like, there was no argument. There was no, like, discourse. There was no dissidence. Is that what I'm looking Dissent. There's the fucking word. There was no dissent. Um but uh there was like there was no dissent we just made the we just made the fucking movie and i was like put that there let's try that there and then uh i i would have ideas watching it now not all of the ideas worked but i i like we entered this film into a high school comp this was i was in high school at the time we entered this film into a high school composition and got straight zeros like got straight like go home got some packing at district it was I mean, it was fine because there was not, like, a meet, so we didn't, like, have to go anywhere and, like, sit there while all these other people went up and got awards and shit. We just got, like, we got an email that was like, hey, here's some critique. You're not advancing. Um, and the critique was good. It was just they didn't they didn't get what we were going for. Like, I, I knew with the resources that I had, we weren't going to be able to make gorgeous cinematography we weren't going to be able to make like gorgeous sound design 
So we made a really shitty documentary that we sold as a really shitty documentary. Um, uh, like we made a mockumentary that we sold as a really shitty mockumentary. Um, so I'm like, I'm still proud of that film, even though, I mean, it, it is absolute shit. Um, And I, I can say that because I was in charge. It was my decisions that made it absolute shit. It wasn't anyone else's. Like, the thing about being the director is, yes, you're in charge. Because if you're in charge, when it goes badly, it's all. It's not on anyone else. It's on you. Um, that's the. I don't want to seem like a complete tyrant because that's not my goal. Um, when you're the director the movie good or bad is on your shoulders and this was a movie that was bad that was on my shoulders um so yeah uh uh and that like getting to getting to run that set was just an incredible thing and like the week before i did that set i i this is weird because i haven't been on set in like almost a year um but the week before I did that set, um, I worked background on one of those sets that I on Walker. I talked about Walker. I got cut out twice. I were I, so I was on a set with forty people on it, and they're doing five pages a day, and there's millions of dollars being spent every day. Um, and uh, I talked about Jared Padalecki's on set, and Lindsay Morgan is on set, and um, I think that's the only that's the only famous ish people. Uh, Keegan Allen from I think he's in Pretty Little Liars. He's on set. But the thing you notice, and I talked about I talked about how great Lindsay was last week, or the week before last. Last week was anger. The week before last, I talked about how great Lindsay was. Um, um, it's still it's still the same thing. You're still all just there to have a like we're still just all, we're still all just there to play pretend for a living. And like, I, I regret some of my decisions on both of those sets because not, not like the one that I led. I regret some of my decisions on Walker, the two times I was on Walker. Cause I like, I was so entranced in the atmosphere and the, uh, just the people that I kind of forgot to do my job. And this happened. I, this happened on another set, and I'll tell the story in a minute. Um, I kind of forgot to do my job. Like uh, the first on the first set, we were supposed to walk in the background, and this is why I got cut. I don't want. I don't want to be misinterpreted that I got cut because I'm ugly. I don't think that's why I got cut. I got cut because I wasn't selling it, um, in, including. And I'll tell the coffee story as well. Um, we were supposed to be walking in the background of the scene and we did this thing like four fucking times or maybe three. We, but we did the scene like three or four times. And I think twice Barrett, who was the second AD, um, Barrett's a character. I like Barrett. Um, I've, I've never met Barrett other than this, like other than this two times. Um, um, but the second AD came up and was like, hey, could we sell the talking? 
and the person I was walking with who I was supposed to be talking to was like, I was selling it. And Barrett went, okay, you, could you sell the fucking talking? <laughs> he didn't say fuck. Uh, but he was like, okay, you, could you sell the talking? And I think I sold the talking, but I might have oversold the talking on the next take. Um, and wouldn't you know it, I'm in like half a second of that episode. There's a wide shot at the very end of the scene. Like, the cutaway shot, like the closing shot, the bookend shot, is a wide shot for like two seconds, and I'm in that shot. Um, and then the second episode um, could could have gone one of two ways because I was I was a barista or a barista, uh, I was a barista, um, and I had to hand the principals coffee. I had to hand Lindsay coffee, and I had to hand the and I had to hand one of the. Uh, one of the uh, week's stars. She, I think she's in like, she's only in the one scene in the episode. She was really nice. She talked to me. Um, and I really, and they told me three fucking times. Cause it was, why wouldn't you just give, and I know why you wouldn't. Cause they're two completely different characters and everything about that matters. But why wouldn't, why wouldn't you just have me, the dumbass extra, give them to give them the same cup of coffee? You fucking moron. Cause, cause like, Lindsay needed it. Lindsay wanted a cap. Uh, what was her name? Mickey. The character's name is Mickey. Mickey needed a cappuccino, I think, and the the other lady just needed an espresso. And I fucked that shit up twice. I fucked that shit up. Like, cause the first time, well, no, I think I got it right the first time. I think. Um just over there yeah no i'm i'm remembering stories sorry um but the first but i think i got it right the first time because they came up and then i had them in the wrong hand so i like flipped hands and it probably looked really awkward and then i was like thank you and yeah i because i fucked up the i fucked up the take twice um so like don't misinterpret i don't know if i sounded bitter in the last episode that i got cut because i'm insecure about the way that i look i don't think i mean it might have it might because i'm not i i don't have hollywood looks but that's not the point um i got cut because i fucked it up twice <laughs> i got cut because i fucked it up um well no because the second one this the first one was not intentional the f i actually that neither of them were neither episode was intentional they, that i got cut like it wasn't that extra's really ugly let's cut him or that extra's really bad let's cut him um the first time it was just that that sequence was just i'm sure that shot was messing with the pacing of the scene like you just didn't need the establishing shot of the two principals walking up to the coffee counter getting coffee and then sitting down um and then the second time they just I don't think they intentionally cut around me. It was just the way the cut worked was just, I didn't show up until the very end. And I feel, because the other thing about that is I was walking with another extra. I was walking with another extra that time. Um, the first time I was walking with another extra and she got cut too. Like neither of us are in the scene. So. Uh, except for the, except for the one closing shot. Um, I don't know. I could talk, I could talk forever about like teamwork makes the dream work, but the, I mean, that's the point in order for me talking about fostering creativity in order for me, um, 
to find some success in all of this shit that I want to do. I mean, and I'm not talking about like this summer, I want to do two more pod or one more podcast or a new season of this show. And then YouTube maybe. Um, um, that Like, I'm not talking about that. I don't know that I need teamwork for that. Um, but in order for me to, like, get to the point where I'm ready to be successful as a filmmaker and uh, ready, be, ready to be successful, like, as a filmmaker, um, I'm just going to have to get around to other people who want to do it, too. And I'm going to have to... Um, start working with those people um because I, I can't do it on my own like i know and I, maybe that's something i should work on maybe that's something that like because like you may know you may never have the opportunity to do it anywhere else other than on your own um but uh maybe you should but like as of right now i can't do it on my own so i need to uh find other people because i need to be able to bounce i i feed off of the energy i talked about the open mic i feed off of the energy i feed off of like i don't because i maybe it's maybe it's about safety maybe i just i don't feel safe with myself so when i'm around other people that sounds weird don't take that out of context i feel mostly safe with myself but like creatively i don't feel safe with myself um But when I'm with other people who are also being creative and also being vulnerable, and I'm going to use the word intimate, although I don't mean like intimate, I just mean like creatively intimate. Um, when I'm around other people who are being creative and vulnerable and intimate, I feel much safer to be creative, vulnerable, intimate, and intimate, and I feel much safer to try shit. And I feel a whole lot better when I'm doing shit. Like I can't, like I suck at writing because. It's not really doing shit. I feel a whole lot better when I can like stand up and move around and which maybe maybe means I need to try like dragon dictation or something. Is that even still a thing? I remember those commercials from like 10 fucking years ago. Um but I feel a whole lot better when I can actually get up and do shit. Um but yeah, I don't really know what I'm talking about this episode, but I don't know. I'm talking about like when I have the freedom to not do school, but like I do need to, I think one of the things I need to learn is I need to just put my head down and finish fucking school because it sucks ass. Like I, I'm, I'm tired of school right now. So I'm talking about all these things that I'm going to do when I don't have school, but I do have school. So, um, but yeah. Um, I don't know what else to talk about. What am I going to call this episode? How am I going to title this episode? Like, there, there's not like... I mean, Teamwork Makes the Dream Work is probably the best title, if I'm being honest. Because, like, Teamwork Makes My Dream Work. It does. Like, Teamwork really does help. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure out how to build the team. But Teamwork does, in fact, make the dream work. Um, how do you build a team? I don't know. Uh, that can be the voice message question of the day. I don't know. Am I doing voice message questions of the day? I guess I'm going to do a voice message question of the day. How do you build the team that makes the dream work? 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's more than just teamwork. It's being a part of something. It's it's the deeper issue that like I have as like a human being is I just want to be a part of something. I don't want to. That's what. That's why I fell in love with. I didn't fall. And maybe this is. Maybe this is like something I need to work on. I didn't fall in love with film because I love storytelling. I mean, I do love storytelling. I do. And I love stories and I love art. But I didn't fall in love with film and television because of storytelling. I fell in love with it because of the people. I remember in like the fourth or fifth grade watching interviews with actors and directors and being like, I want to know those people. I don't want to meet them as a fan. I want to know those people. Um, I want to be a part of that world just because they seem like interesting people. And we talk about, like, we talk about how Hollywood is crazy or weird or whatever. Um, it's not that like this art form just attracts a certain kind of person. It attracts a very empathetic, very emotional, I think very, um, uh, driven, uh, intelligent in certain ways kind of person and that that like those people can struggle with interpersonal relationships sometimes those people can struggle like it's it's just it's those people can struggle with like substance abuse it's just a it's just a fundamental part of who we are i think as artists i think um it's just like the way we're wired is to search because because we need bigger answers to big like we need bigger answers to the void than the ones you're given as a kid. Uh, so we look so we look for those answers in terrible places sometimes, and we look for those answers in great places sometimes. Um, but it's it that's just the. Hollywood isn't weird. It just attracts a very specific kind of like the argument that Hollywood. I'm not gonna. Nope. Nope. Not gonna talk about that. Not gonna talk about politics on the show. Um, although I think I already have a little bit, but that's besides the point. Um, Hollywood attracts a certain type of person, and that's just. I mean, that's who we are. Like, deal with it. Fuck off. Um. Um. And and I, I I I mean I said that you know that attracts like all of these bad things and all this controversy, but it also attracts like incredible things, diversity, representation, inclusion, um, empathy. Like I I will never understand how we've so lost empathy in the world. I'll just never understand it. This episode's going to be really long. I apologize for that. Um, and I mean. I, it's get we're getting it back. I mean, I'm doing this show because I want to create empathy for other people, and I want to create empathy. Um, but we need more than just sympathy. We need to put ourselves in other people's shoes. We need to we need to be willing to walk a mile in other people's shoes. Um, we need to be willing to. I don't know. But yeah, I got I got into this world because I wanted to be around those people, the people that I'm talking about, the, those people. Um, 
and I just I want to be a part of something. Um, and maybe maybe that's one of my problems. This is this episode is going to run really long because I feel like I'm going to talk about this for a really long time. Um, but maybe that's one of my problems is I was so focused on the thing that I wanted to be a part of that I never let myself become a part of where I was. Um, in school, I always had that chip on my shoulder. Of, I'm different. I'm meant for more. I'm not, I'm not one of you. And that's my fault. Like that's nobody's fault but mine. And I don't, and I'm, and I, and I say that, and I, I don't want you to think that I have all this new resolve to fix it because I don't know how to fix it. And I, I mean, I talked about this. I don't remember when I talked about this, but I don't know how to fix it. Like, um, I rediscovered one of my favorite artist music this week. Um, his name is Zach Bryan. He's a singer. It's like, if you don't like country, you will fucking hate this unless your problem with country is the songwriting. Because the songwriting, this, this guy's songwriting is fucking brilliant. Um, um, and he, I'm not going to talk about specific songs, but I, I, I had for, and like, that's another artist that made me feel like I was, why did I bring up Zach Bryan? He's an artist who made me feel like I was a part of something because he's writing songs that speak to exactly what I'm feeling and who I am and who I'm going and what I'm going through. Um, um, and I, but I don't know how to fix, like, I don't know how to, f I am going to bring up a lyric in a song called Come As You Are. He says, how am I supposed to know the good times that I'm in when the good is only seen when I'm staring back at them? Um, senior year of high school was one of the best years of my life because I felt like I was a part of something. We were all getting ready to graduate together. We were going on trips together. We were hanging out. Um, there were actual fucking pictures. Like, these people were willing to be seen in pictures with me. Um, um, and I, I never... And I, could, I feel like I probably could have had that, that feeling for my entire school career, throughout high school, throughout junior high, even when I was in, like, I'll talk about on another episode, I'll talk about the other school that I was at and why. Because I really do want to, like, I feel like most people would argue that's where my problem started. I don't think it is, but I would really like to parse through everything that happened at that school and figure out if it is the reason I am the way that I am. Um, but, um, oh shit, at, I feel like had I not walked around with this chip on my shoulder, um, I could have had, I could have had that my entire high school career and I could have been a part of something my entire high school career and I could have... I don't know. I could be in a very different place right now had I been different in high school. Um, and even at work, I could, I, I've been at work a year. I could be in a very different place at work right now if I had been a different 
if I if I was different at work. But the other thing, the the thing that's like stopping me from like fixing everything is um I can say all this shit. I can like I have the chip on my shoulder as my fault. I just need to fix it. All I want until I get around to other people. And then the anxiety, like I can't help the fact that as soon as I get around another person, you fucking hate me, don't you? Like you fucking hate me, don't you? You think I'm weird as shit, don't you? Or like at work, as soon as I fuck up at my job, which I do every day, um, um, it immediate it it immediately becomes. I'm not like. There's not a chip on my shoulder. These people just actually hate me. Like it immediately switches back to that. Um, and that's, yeah, that's, I don't know how to, I don't know how to fix that. I don't know. Like I know I can be aware that there's a chip on my shoulder. And occasionally like while I'm there, I, I will remember that. I will remember that like, um, you're in control of this. You're in con- like, but as soon as something goes wrong and I have to look in someone else's eyes, it, it becomes a lot more difficult. Um, Anyway, this episode has been really fucking long, and I should probably wrap it up, but I don't know. There's a lot that I want to do. What the fuck? My screen just went black. Um, Okay, we're good. It's fine. I think it's fine. Is it fine? 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 It's fine. It's fine. I think it's fine. Uh, if, if, yeah, that, I'm sorry. Uh, but there's a lot that I want to do, but I don't know that I'll ever be able to do it unless I figure some shit out. But I don't, yeah. Saying I need to figure some shit out and actually figuring shit out is two very different things. So, but it's going to be all right. Hopefully, eventually it's going to be all right. Um, Let's get through this last couple of, couple of weeks of school. Yeah, holy shit. 14 days. Exactly. Um, let's get through these last two weeks of school, and uh, yeah. Then we'll start the summer and hopefully have a little bit of fun. I want to take a trip. I would really like to take a trip. I don't know where I want to go, but I really want to go. I really want to get the fuck out of here and go somewhere. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't even know if I have the money to do that while I'm trying to save up to move out. Although, am I really trying? I don't know. I I don't know. DoorDash is really enticing, but yeah. But I I would really like to take a trip. I would really like to. I really just need to get out of the house and like for days, for, leave for days. <laughs> but yeah. So. Yeah, I think that I think that's all I have for you. I, that's all I, it's been. This is a this is the longest episode by quite a bit. Like I think I broke a, I broke one of my unspoken rules. My unspoken rule is like ten minutes either way. So like the first episode runs twenty five minutes. I think my my unspoken rule is twenty is ten minutes either way. You I you you can't run over thirty five and you can't run under fifteen. This one's almost forty five. So. 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I actually, I actually think I talked about a lot of interesting stuff today. It was less angry than last week. So, but yeah, um, I guess I'll see y'all next week for episode eight. And there's only two weeks left and then season two. And we'll talk about season two in a few weeks. So yeah. Thanks everybody. Have a good one and uh, see you next week.